good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. So this is a pretty interesting speech. Um, I started reading it this morning. I should have read it a while ago when it first came out. It came out, let's see, it was given October 14th by Christopher Waller. And the title of this is U.S. Dollar and Central Bank Digital Currencies. And this is a really good uh, speech. I think I actually had linked to it a while back, but um, this is the first time that I've actually gone through reading it. And I just started reading the first couple of paragraphs of this, and I thought, man, this is really interesting stuff that we should really kind of have a discussion about. And I thought it would be fun to kind of read this as um, for the first time, really, and kind of discussing some of the things that are going on here within this speech. Um, the role of the U.S. dollar. Now, this is it, this is kind of starting in the middle of the speech, um, just because I thought it was pretty interesting where it goes from here. Anyway, let me just start right here with this. Um, after World War II, the creation of the Bretton Woods system, the U.S. dollar served as the central served as the central currency for international monetary system. Other countries agreed to keep the exchange value of their currencies fixed to the dollar, and eventually countries came to settle international balances in dollars. The role has continued long after Bretton Woods' system dissolved. By any measure, the dollar is the dominant global currency for funding markets, foreign exchange transactions, and invoicing. It also is the world's prominent, pre predominant reserve currency. In terms of the dollar reserve currency status, 60% of disclosed official foreign reserves are held in dollars, far surpassing, far surpassing the shares of other currencies. With the majority of these dollar reserves held in safe and liquid U.S. Treasury securities. Now, that's important. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring up the speech is because of that right there. Listen to that again. In terms of dollar reserve currency status, 60% of disclosed official foreign reserves are held in dollars. That's dis disclosed ones. That's not like all the people who are not talking about how much they have. 60% <clears throat> of disclosed official foreign reserves are held in dollars, far surpassing shares of other currencies. With the majority of these dollars reserves held in safe and liquid U.S. Treasury securities. That is one of the reasons why I do not believe that there is going to be any other currency that is ever going to take over as a world reserve currency, considering what the dollar really is. Think about this. The U.S. Treasury is the world's safe and liquid asset. It says it right there that the majority, with the majority of these dollar reserves held in the safe and liquid U.S. Treasury securities. So this is why I believe that the dollar is going to continue to be the world reserve currency, continue to strengthen and continue to be the dominant reserve currency for many years to come. Will it always be that way? No, but it's very interesting to think about what it is that they are talking about right now and then what they talk about going into the future when it talks about central bank digital currencies. Because listen to this, even in a world of largely floating exchange rates, many countries other either implicitly or explicitly, sorry guys, I have a hard time speaking sometimes, anchor their currencies to the dollar. Together, these, currents, these countries account for about half of the world's gross domestic product. The dollar is by far the dominant currency for international trade. 
Apart from intra-European trade, dollar invoicing is used in more than three-fourths of the global trade, including 96% of trades in Americas. Approximately 60% of international and foreign currency liabilities, international banking loans, and deposits, as well as international debt securities are denominated in dollars. And the and the dollar remains the single most widely used currency in foreign exchange transactions. Why does this matter to the United States? As indicated in the board's CBDC discussion, the Central Bank Digital Currency discussion paper, the dollar's international role lowers transaction and borrowing costs for the U.S. households, businesses, and governments. The dollar's international role Right, all these you know world reserve currency status that it has, right? The transaction okay, the international role lowers transactions and borrowing costs for US households, businesses, and governments. See, this is something that we should be very concerned about. If you think that there is no longer going to be the dollar as the world reserve currency, think about what it does for our way of life. That's not something that you should just think we should toss away. It is something that, you know, as Americans, we should probably hold on to. I'm not a fan of the Federal Reserve. I'm not a fan of fiat currencies. I'm not a fan of anything that's going on out there. But I am a fan of my way of life. And I don't want to lose that right now. And if we were to lose the world reserve currency status, they are pretty much openly admitting it right there that it is the international role lowers the transaction borrowing costs for the U.S. household businesses and governments. Excuse me. <clears throat> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Uh, it widens the pool of creditors and investors for U.S. investments. It may insulate the U.S. economy from shocks from abroad. It also allows the United States to influence standards for global monetary systems. Pretty interesting. It means that they are the biggest bully, right? All right. Continuing on, the dollar's role doesn't only benefit the United States. The dollar serves as a safe and stable, dependable uh, form of money around the world. It serves as a reliable common denominator for global trade and a dependable settlement instrument for cross-border payments. In the process, it reduces the cost of transferring capital and smooths the world of global payments, including for households and businesses outside of America. For example, consider the dollar's role in foreign exchange markets. To make a foreign exchange transaction between two lightly traded currencies, it is often less expensive to trade the first currency with dollars than to trade the dollar with the second currency, rather than to trade the currencies directly. 
See what they're saying? Like everything gets transacted in dollars. Even if they want to do their own, they'll switch it to dollars first. That's what he just said. The factors driving the dollar's role as a reserve currency as well, researched and well demonstrated, including the depth and liquidity of the U.S. financial markets, the size and openness of the U.S. economy and international trust in the U.S. institutions, and the rule of law. We must keep the factors in mind in any debate regarding the long-term importance of the dollar. That's something to, to consider. I mean, it's, this is a pretty good speech, really, when you think about it. The factors driving the dollar's role as the world reserve currency are well-researched and well-demonstrated, including the depth of the liquidity, the depth and liquidity of the U.S. financial markets. Right. In order to have a world reserve currency, you have to have a debt market, a safe and liquid asset like the U.S. Treasury. There's nothing else quite like it. OK, so if you want to have this world reserve currency, China's going to step up and they're going to start doing transactions in yuan. That's fine. Go ahead and do it. But they're not even close to what the dollar can do. And in order to do what the dollar does, you have to have a debt market as big as the U.S. Treasuries are. That means you have to have a government that's willing to go into deepest debt as the United States is. This is a really good speech. I'm loving this thing, right? I mean, it's just telling you right here everything that they're about ready to do because of the reasons why. Central banks, digital currencies, and the U.S. dollar. I'm going to give this how much. We're into a eight, eight and a half minutes into this video. I'm going to try and take it to ten minutes, and then we're going to do part one of this and continue on with the speech. Because this is a good one. Everybody should be reading this one. I'll leave a link down in the description for you guys. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Uh, the CBDCs and the U.S. dollar. Threats to the U.S. dollar international dom dominance are numerous, including shifting geopolitical alliance and pressure to invoice and alternative currencies, as well as deeper and more open foreign, foreign financial markets. My focus today is on just one supposed threat, namely the purported shifting of payments landscaped Lance, the, sorry guys, the purported shifting payment la payments landscape as a result of the growth of digital assets, particularly central bank digital currencies. Right? So now if you're not familiar with central bank digital currencies, it's basically when they take your money out of circulation, the paper money, and they put it into the computers, and that's where it permanently sits. It never comes out of the computers again. So that's the easiest way. If you haven't figured out what central bank digital currencies are, you might want to figure that out. All right. Recent years have seen number. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Recent years have seen a number of changes to the payment systems from instant interbank, interpayments, interbank payments to mobile payment services to shift towards non-bank payment providers. Some of these shifts have been through the rise of digital assets and include cryptocurrencies and other cryptos such as stablecoins which have money-like characteristics. Now, I'm gonna stop right there because I think that's probably a good part one of this video. And we're gonna continue on breaking this speech down into part two where we talk about these, these stable coins and how they can introduce central bank digital currencies within the system. And people may not already realize it that it's already happened or could have already happened. Anyway, good stuff. Uneducated economists, you guys let me know.